Welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. My name is Shizzy. On this channel, we cover BRC20s, TAPs, bitmaps, and of course, Ordinals. We have a really good, really good show for you tonight. So I, I was on, I was on Twitter earlier, and I got a message from uh, IMSO Chris, and he said, yo, I want to come on. I have some updates for you guys. So I said, yo, let's do it tonight. Let's get let's get it going. So we, we have that for you tonight. We bring in my partner, as always, Mr. Yago B. How you doing, sir? Good, good. I'm excited, man. Like, uh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. People say ordinals are dead, but then we got people building in the background and we're yep. about to see some nice updates. Yeah, man. So, so if you guys haven't watched the, the last the last one, I'll have that in the show notes for you. Go watch that one first. So you guys get catched up, get caught up on the Bitmap Valley and everything Chris is building because we're going to go right into some major stuff that you might not be up up to date with so go watch that video first come back here and then watch this we got some really good dates so without further ado let's bring in the man the myth the legend imso chris what's up buddy oh it switched to blur hold on that looks like shit how is everybody <laughs> today oh dude it's brutal it's brutal i was actually trying to make sure it didn't do that all right so hey look at me uh, a bunch of shit in the background what do you know <laughs> what do you know mate so uh and now i you know i was complaining before we got i said there's some shadows and then i switched the screen that my monitor's on motherfucker it is bright in here all right <laughs> so we're running uh cooking with gas full on i appreciate you guys uh definitely enjoyed the last space users won't be as boring this time uh, and yeah, a little bit of update, some alpha. Um, I, you know, you guys are are always super active. I've seen some of the the interviews you've done recently. They've been great. Uh, definitely getting along well with the track guys, and um, you know, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit with Hero. And uh, very interested in tap. Um, Onwa holders. <clears throat> there might be a tap token. That's your first. Uh, Oh, that's your first whitelist. So nice. we'll we'll talk about that when we need to talk about that. So, yeah. uh, you know, just something, right? Yeah. I like the idea of tap. I like the I, like how active the track team is. You know, people have their own opinions about the way things are going, but some of the ordinal theory is is great and it's concise, and we're able to build on top of the theory and make it stronger. And then some things are a little more convoluted and some more structure and some more options actually add a little bit of user um opportunity because you know it, it may not feel user friendly to the person who's involved but it's because we're like you know we're a good mix of tech savvy and retail investors that are figuring out how to, how to do these different inscriptions and stuff um from a developer standpoint the more structure the more data the more info that i can place or pull uh or set well, you guys know why I like bitmap if you go to the first thing, right? So, like, data matters to me. So I'm very interested in tap. I'm very interested in, in the way that they broke this down and how that can work alongside not just maybe some sort of, you know, utility or value asset, but also how that can help with, like, parceling and and other other things. So, But, again, that's a full conversation for a totally different time. I'm excited for that. No man. Red Bull tonight. It's too late for Red Bull. <laughs> Usually it's a Red Bull. Yeah, man. But we, we are huge fans of what Benny is building. We're always in their Discord. We're always talking to Benny and everything. So for you to say that there's potential partnership with the TAP protocol, obviously not with Track itself, but with the TAP protocol, with everything he has built, and I think that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. I can't more like more like time. integration, right? Yeah, integration. you know what I'm saying. Better word. It, it, better word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and again, we'll talk about it here very shortly. 
yeah. with Hero Wallet, right? Because they they they're super active right now. Um, they yeah. don't have as much on their plate. I think they kind of been out a little longer. They've got everything really well defined. Uh, so for me, it's very interesting talking with and and participating in groups with the Hero team because um, they're really they're really on it. You know what I mean? And 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 again, we'll go over that here in just a moment. So, but any more introductions? I think we're good to go, man. I, yeah, yeah. Let's let's let's. Uh, well, I I did want real quick your opinion on like with like something like the Tap Protocol with Ordinals. You know, we're we trying to still figure out this infrastructure. Are you all for builders kind of throwing stuff against the wall, seeing if it sticks? Like kind of like what Benny's been doing, or I, I, are you? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I, dude. If you can bring Satoshi's in and out to um transact payments then what whatever it needs to be used in the short term can be used in the short term gotcha. and the value is probably derived from the use case so do i necessarily think that making things more convoluted by ha like okay so it's like the same argument is oh well you've adopted dot bitmap but if i were to call it dot bit crack and like give a similar use case you could use that too right mm -hmm. well, well yeah how many holders do you have yeah how interested in pe are people in Bitcrack? If, which I think <laughs> I, I'm very interested. I know it doesn't even exist, and I'm thinking about Bitcrack. All right, that's probably a good one. So one of you guys out there, you want to take that one? DM me first. I'm so dot Bitcrack, and you know we're good. So uh, in, <laughs> I'm launching that coin tonight, <laughs> dude. I'm saying. So like at the end of the day, that's the way I look at this. Is like um, whatever has attraction from people that are interested. Because remember. The reason I'm inspired by bitmaps in the first place, Web3 technology in general, but I find that there's like, you're either like super into bitmaps or you're like super unsure about bitmaps. The reason I'm not unsure at all is just because the interest and the holder count and the community, um, you know, being is like, I guess is it, it grew pretty quickly, right? So for me, I look and I say, um, Yes, it could be replicated. Yes, it could be um, maybe even replaced in the future. But when I look at the when I when I look at something like tap versus BRC twenties, I, I hate to say it, but that's kind of what that's kind of what's happening here. It's like, yeah. do you do a tap token or or a BRC twenty? Right? If you have indexing, it, yeah. it's really hard to to say like, well, with the BRC20, I, I use the Unisat indexer. With TAPS, I use the the um, track indexer. So why can't I accept both TAP tokens and BRC20s? Now, if one of them happens to be more fungible, uh, more functional, um, well, then that's probably the one that users are going to enjoy the experience of the most. And then this is how it, it can win, right? And so for me, it's same reason we're using friend tech and building toward base because it's like it's not hard it's not like we have to do a bunch of shit to add base wallets to give new users access to our communities and contents even bitmap valley can you can let motherfuckers from solana visit and base visit why wouldn't you want more people in your space they can't own shit and they have to onboard to bitcoin if they want to buy shit yeah but like don't you want them to come do shit so yeah. like let them come do shit and then like maybe the shit I'm they do them. <laughs> exactly maybe the shit they do is worth them going and, and downloading the the xverse or the hero wallet or or whatever it might be but for me as a builder it's like yeah bro i get you i 
I kind of do hate the idea of there being 50 different options, but to me, it looks like there's two different options and like both of them have an indexing service and one of their indexing services also happens to service bitmaps, which has more holders than like any BRC 20. So now we start looking at that and we start saying, okay, well, what about like dot sats names and, you know, versus dot BTC or dot XBT. Well, you just look at how many holders have dot sats names and it's like, okay, well, then you build toward dot sats users and that infrastructure that you build for dot sats users could be reused to um, incorporate dot XBT or BTC users if it happens to surpass dot sats one day. But what I learned a long time ago is build for the motherfuckers who care about like build for the motherfuckers who want you to build, but remember here it's the technology that is seeming to get people excited. So whether it is about friend tech or whether it is about uh, Bitcoin ordinals or it is about BRC twenties or it is about Tab Protocol or Solana or ETH or whatever the fuck it is, the only people using this shit right now are the people who actually are interested um, in the technology. So for me, in a bear market, I mean. All I should be doing is building for the people who are interested in technology. So, like, tap token seems to have people's interest, and bitmaps have people's interest. So, you know, I know how a BRC20 works, and we have the BRC20. Most of your listeners own it. Um, okay, so why not also have a tap token and make that a much higher supply and make that some form of utility or currency token like probably not currency because you don't have like a market to base the value off of but it can definitely be like a a bartering tool or a utility tool that allows you different opportunities you know no different than like an oxbt and if it happens to be more efficient um than a brc20 layout well guys uh, the market will just play out and yeah. every every builder will just use tap yeah and, and and i think we also have to remember like the creator of tap protocol hat created just kind of like you guys has the track token which is a brc20 so right. you know uh i'm sure that there if if tap becomes the the more popular token there will be some sort of transferring mechanism or whatever but that's that's later down the line for benny well, and to, just think of the state. implementations and i know we're not trying not to go down on a tangent here but it's almost like a space is based on what you just said like yeah um think about the implications of that they do have a brc20 that's had some success and has users and recognition um but they still see a problem with the underlying functionality of a brc20 and through their own experiences and attempts to do something good for their holders and their community they realize wait a minute Perhaps there's just a better way to do this in general. So it's really hard to discredit a group of individuals who do have these other things in place, such as the indexer, their experience, their BRC20 token. And then they say, but look, we we think that there's an even greater way to add functionality. And then if we had this token style, like this type of token where we could add more functionality, then we could provide more value to their holders. Because think about it, like the track token, they're probably thinking to themselves, how do we help this sustain value so that people, you know, want to continue to use this? And I have some ideas for them, honestly, that we'll do in private. But um, I think it does probably require a superior version of, of token 
not like I don't even know what the fucking call it, token structure yeah. um, than BRC twenty. So, but we'll see. That doesn't mean Tap is going to be the one. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But it's like a really great start, and it looks really fucking interesting. And I'm gonna definitely be diving deeper. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, but, um, that that guy is always working. Benny has to be one of the hardest, besides you, of course. No, Benny, Benny's always working, dude. I got kids, so every once in a while, I'm forced to stop and do something yeah, else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tomorrow, yeah. got to deal with school and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I get a few breaks, and I, w- I won't lie to you guys. I hit 74 on Diablo, man, trying to get to 100. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be sacrificing two hours of sleep every night for that. You know what I mean? I sleep a little bit less. Uh, that's why I'm drinking Coca-Cola at 1040 at night. Uh, but anyway, let me just, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell the people basically real quickly. I just want to show a couple updates, uh, runner game, um, and talk about real briefly something that's coming up for that and how that applies to everyone on, on all these different chains. Uh, I'd also like to show a couple concepts that we've finished, um, for bitmap Valley, such as, um, a residence that would be able to be turned into a parcel um the bitmap generator that will give people an idea uh well not an idea but i'll just explain some shit to them and then the store concept where i will also demonstrate of course it may not let me turn on you know i just realized this i i may have to turn the camera off here on um stream for a moment to turn the camera yeah, on okay. inside a bitmap valley okay uh, but I really want to do it this time. You know, I also have a laptop right next to me. Um, you could probably jump in as a fourth. Yeah, I could probably yeah. just use the computer to the right of me yeah. now that I looked over and saw it. So maybe just X everything I just said, because that <laughs> was embarrassing. Um, but yeah, no. For, Man, y'all for been working, show. dude. You, you, you yeah. got like four updates. <laughs> okay, so the the MacBook next to me is actually dead, so I'm I'm less of an asshole because of that. I'm interested in the shopping. The shopping yeah. uh it's an augmented reality, he said, so that's that's Oh be yeah. Cool. Well what I'm gonna that's show wild. you what I'm gonna show you guys is pretty pretty simple layout and a concept. What I want everyone to see today basically is just a few examples of so that their brains can start thinking because we do have quite a few people that are ready to get to this and um it's just a few examples of what kind of instances could be held in here and what kind of things you could do in here um and just from the examples that we have fully online here um we would be able to just give them a brief example i i'm just trying to give an example i, I use the word like six times this is literally just supposed to give you a very simplistic idea so that you can run with these ideas and start thinking of the ideas that you would like to implement um, down the road over these next few months. So, all right. First thing we're going to do, though, finished product is the Endless Runner. I just want to show you guys that. Get it out of the way. Let's so if you it. can lie, if you can make my screen viewable to the to the peoples. All right. So I have to change screen so I can't see myself anymore. Uh uh, basically, you'll see we've updated this message because we have a new way that we're going to offer the incentives. Um, basically, we are going to be doing an announcement pretty soon with a pretty 
big audience of people. And essentially, it's going to be a giveaway where three different individuals that play our Endless Runner um, can win a pretty decent amount of money. Um, if you pay attention, I don't know if I should say it on camera, but, you know, it's like uh, $1,500 or more dollars equivalent, essentially, for three players up for grabs for a two-week period. When we make the announcement, we will give the dates and make it very clear. This runner game is completely free to play. The only thing that it requires is that you do log in with a wallet. So when you do come to our website, which I can give to you guys so you can put it in the comments or whatever, but it is live right now, it is run.imsonft.io. And when you click Let's Go, you'll see that they've got a select wallet, which will ask me about Phantom or Backpack. And then we have the Bitcoin wallet, which includes Hero and Xverse. And what we will be adding over the next few days is MetaMask for ETH and then Base as well. And that's going to help us with our pretty like pretty much our our, our users uh, acquisition. So we'll go ahead and use this little Bummo account. I got some of my NFTs in and we're going to go ahead and sign that message. Da, 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 da. And this will be my first time logging in with a hero wallet. Oh, I don't think it'll let me do that. Uh, BMV Chris. I don't think it'll let me do the other one um, because I have that name saved under a different wallet. All right. So what you'll see first and foremost is there are 1500 coins up here in the corner everyone who logs in with a hero wallet or the x first wallet for their first time will receive 1500 coins um what that does is it allows you to buy power-ups inside of the shop and those will help you last longer inside of the game you can choose three power-ups whenever you uh, originally so right now i'm going to use 90 coins i give you 1500 i'm going to use 90 coins um and i fucking hit next and set it back market use 90 coins i buy those now those go into my um one second here look butters has thirty-seven thousand five hundred. <laughs> that's your he discord well right yeah and earlier dude i didn't mean to click the leader or the rank thing but i just uh, dude it's crazy because earlier I posted a video. My score was 8,300. He's got 37,000. Anyway, so, you know, from market, there's also inventory. We can choose up to three power-ups, and you'll notice that they come up in the screen here. Click next. Now, I am doing this from the computer, obviously, but this does work on your phone. We are adding a few more avatars here soon. Right now, we have Lily from Bloomverse, My Robotic Chip, Bitcoin Bud, and one of the Ordinals. So I will go ahead and run as my chimp. We have two different stages, and basically, no matter what wallet you log into, what avatar, or what stage you choose, we're going to have the leaderboard act globally so that oh, nice. all, all participants are ranked on the leaderboard. The way the giveaway is going to go is anyone who plays the game, each time you score more than 6,900 points, you're going to uh, get one entry into the giveaway for 30% of the prize pool. Then the second person who will be chosen is if anyone uses the shop 
which the minimum amount in the shop i think is somewhere around like 10 bucks to purchase additional coins which are transferable to other games that we're building uh so they're not just for this game you'll be able to buy power-ups and stuff in our other games but uh, i'm gonna go ahead and run into the wall now because i basically was just playing the game it's actually really enjoyable uh so i kind of got get lost in it while i was talking to you what's really enjoyable is that i'm using wasd um if i push up i have a long jump but while i'm long jumping if i push down it actually will land me faster i don't want to hit my head hold on so long jump when i push down you see how it puts me down so yep. we thought that that would add interesting mechanics that we could add uh different kinds of stages where you would be able to like um maybe go up and down things uh or basically just have to um we want to add stuff so like we want to add different power up so if you've ever played subway surfer have you ever played subway surfer yes okay we want to open this up more like subway surfer so just to give you an example so basically uh i used 90 of the coins i bought some power-ups i went in i made my run i did horrible probably not even going to be on the ranks anywhere because i think right now we're recording top 50. um we're going to open this up though and basically again whoever has top spot which is currently butters whoever has top spot at the end of the play period they will receive 30 percent or 33 percent of the prize pool uh one person from the leaderboards that has at least 6900 points or more will be chosen as a winner and each time that you make a purchase in the shop even if it's just one purchase of ten dollars you will be entered into a raffle that is roughly five hundred dollars so it we looked at what um a lot of the nfts that raffle off for you know um five or ten bucks usually win an nft that's worth about a hundred dollars whenever you spend about ten dollars on a raffle so we thought to get people using the tech trying out the payment rails and seeing how smooth and good and quick everything is um anyone who spends ten dollars or more in the shop each time you do that you get entered into the raffle for 500 bucks worth of cryptos which real cryptos but i think i have to say worth of crypto like because it might be usdc solana it might be satoshis e yeah. bonk right so it just depends on what you want uh so basically um we are doing the giveaway in bonk but if you are using Bitcoin, we will convert your winnings to Satoshis or something of your choice. If you are using a Solana wallet, you will receive it in Bonk. And uh, if you're on ETH or Base, we will convert it for you as well. So, you know, if you do win because from a MetaMask or a Bitcoin wallet, you'll get paid in the currency that you choose. If you win from a Phantom or a Backpack wallet, you'll receive it in Bonk. And that's just because... It's our partners freaking love yeah. these guys um so that's three different ways that you can win it'll be over a two-week period now if we have enough participants um and we happen to let's say that enough people use the shop and there's twenty five hundred dollars or three thousand dollars worth of transactions in the shop then on the next two-week period we will raise the amount of money that gets distributed you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then if they realize that putting a little bit in help them get more out and they put even more in, let's say that this time there's $5,000 that goes to the shop. Well, then the next two week period is going to have a higher payout and we will do this. We don't give send $25,000 to the shop. The next the two weeks after that are going to be crazy. <laughs> so like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're not shy about how this works and uh, we're, we're, 
trying to show people that you can definitely have fun with this. Um, and then soon we'll have a multiplayer feature added to this where you can create a lobby and you can set an amount of bonk or uh, Satoshis or whatever currency on ETH we choose to embrace um, as a gamble mechanism where basically you and like three other players are in a lobby and you all put up a hundred thousand bonk a piece and then you all start your run last man running with the highest score gets all the bonk oh that's pretty dope oh, wow. i like that that's awesome yeah, when you say it, when you say pay, give money to the shop do you mean like in the beginning when you showed us like sending 90 coins to to purchase those three power-ups or is that something different yeah, and, and they're in order to get the coins. Um, so we're going to implement Bitcoin payment rail um, next. We haven't implemented that yet, so you don't see it here on um, <clears throat> on this. But let me go ahead and just go to the wallet, log out real quick. And then let's go back in. I think I've got my bum phantom on here. I think I know the password. Should be nine zeros. There we go. And... <laughs> not eight uh and you'll see i've already got some coins and i've done my highest score on this account is twelve thousand eight hundred. uh so you'll see that i've already got some inventory so i can just select the inventory like a magnet you guys know how that works you activate the magnet and it pulls all the coins to you right oh, yeah. uh, re respawn 2x multiplier those are probably your best three magic carpet's kind of fun and it does a magnet thing too but you know, it's just fun. It, I would say your most practical are the magnet, the 2x multiplier, and the respawn. The 2x multiplier activates for 30 seconds. Respawn is automatic after you take three hits, you get three more. And then magnet will pull them all into you. So if you have ran through a respawn and you're starting to get low and it's getting fast, hit that magnet and collect as much as you can before you die. Um, market's the same here. However, if you look at my coins, there's a plus sign next to them. Mm -hmm. So when I click that plus sign, see mm. 0.5 soul, 500 coins, right? 1500 coins for one Solana, 5,000 coins. So you get basically 500 free for three soul. Um, so basically one soul is about 20 bucks, right? You get 1500 coins, which I give yeah. all of you for free the first go, right? For using hero or expert, y'all get 20 bucks in worth of coins. And then those coins can be used um, to buy the items under market. And then those are stored in your inventory. And then before you start your run, you select your inventory and you see them show up in the screen here. Then you click next. Now we've got more avatars over here <laughs> and we'll incorporate some more soon. Hopefully the audio is probably fucking horrible. I didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> so you might have to mute me because I, I could turn the audio off. I just didn't think about it. So basically, if you look up at those power ups, I can technically click them with the mouse. But if you want it, I'm using WASD right now. If I switch to the arrow keys, which I find to be the most efficient way to play this is with my right hand on the arrow key. Oh, I didn't hold down long enough. You have to hold down a little bit longer on that one. Um, but I can use one to activate oh. the magnet. Three oh, to activate the two X multiplier. That's cool. The magnets pulling all the bonk coins to, to you. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I use the 2x multiplier. Fuck, I keep forgetting these are a little bit longer, so you, you have to, like, hold the slide for a little bit longer. 
uh on that map dude i hate this i'm so bad at this one i always play the i always play the pyramid one i always forget what see i don't know my obstacles that well either i forget what i'm supposed to jump over and what i'm supposed to slide under and those um jet engines you're supposed to slide longer but some avatars get stuck in the slide so then you gotta like pop out of the slide but that's why we added the down because we wanted like a long jump so we could have the freedom to be a little creative but like when i'm up i can immediately put myself down by just pushing down and so like for me it made a lot of sense it's like well hold on that almost gives you more freedom and an additional control that's not actually present in other um games like this so then i could technically like you could play through and i could turn this into a platformer because you can jump up and down because you can go up down up down up down you know what i mean you could go up and yeah. down up and down up and down so like you could technically play a side like we could change the view to be side scrolling and you could have a bonus level that was like literally like a, a side scroller see i was able to slide through all that i had to keep holding down <laughs> if you hold down you slide longer anyway so shop can be used you know minimum ten dollar purchase we're gonna incorporate bitcoin to that as well uh i think that purchase will be a little bit higher like 15 or 20 dollars minimum but you get double you basically get the one sold deal um and then again anyone who does that which is probably a fairly small pool people even if it's a couple hundred people you get an opportunity to 25x plus you now have power-ups that you can obviously probably get a higher score i mean you gotta beat butters right so like you should you should play it until you're getting close to butter score and then get yourself some power-ups but i give you some free ones you know this isn't about making a bunch of money on the first run we really want people to play it and the more money the shot brings in then the more bonk that we're going to give out in the following incentive period and then just keep rotating that so like let's say fifteen hundred dollars of revenue is is generated from this then the next two week period will be another fifteen hundred dollars and this gives people the ability to actually engage now chris what if i win nothing and i just waste my time well that's impossible if you log in with a phantom wallet you earn bonk motherfucker like you know i just earned bonk right so now if you look up at the top of my screen i have bonk right there so what happens when i click that oh really claim okay oh well you see what I'm saying? I just earned bonk every. Oh, nice. Yeah, and here's the TX. Look. Wait, the where did you earn that bonk from? Those when coins out. The coins I was picking up in the game, dude. Oh wow. About? Oh wow. What you talking about? Where else would I got it from? <laughs> That's dope. You, I like that. You see what I'm saying? It's like if Subway Surfers paid you bonk, dude. Yeah. So let's run our let, I, I, I'm gonna show you real quickly again. Your users are probably cool with this. Look at the token. So every time I grab that token, oh, it's the bonk logo. Yep. Yeah. So it's look at my score. It's five points per token, and then each level, which is each obstacle area, is like five hundred points or something like that. And you'll notice that that's marked by an L. So this is L three. So I've made it through my third set of obstacles. I've got a thousand seventy five points, and I've got ninety bonk because each token is five points and five mm. bonk. That's awesome. So and I can bonk, just sit there and earn bonk all day if I wanted to. Yes, and to stop bots from farming it, because like we can kind of catch bots. Mm -hmm. um, to stop them from farming it hard, they actually have to play it through. I'll show you. Let's see. You know, I'm realizing right now we need an exit button. Because you have to die. <laughs> normally, I, normally I die on accident, not purpose. Um, okay, so... I just withdrew. Bob. Yep. 
you'll notice that when I go to click it, you already claimed your daily bonk. You can come back at 12. Oh, okay. That's supposed to say at 12.01 a.m. PST. <laughs> I don't know what happened to this message because it definitely used to say that. Uh, but it's supposed to say you can come back at 12.01 a.m. PST. Uh, so basically at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time every day, so 2 a.m. for me, um, it resets. So like you can earn bonk all day while you're you can just play and earn bonk but when you claim it you have to wait for the reset timer which is how like world of warcraft works yeah with your dailies they reset at 12 pst so i thought same thing here reset at 12 pst um that way everybody gets till midnight including california and then um you can withdraw again uh but that way, bots don't just come in and farm and withdraw and farm and withdraw. And Bonk is only worth X amount of money, so you need to earn, you know, I mean, but you can earn thousands a day. I mean, dude, you could technically earn, like, infinite, right? You just have to play through it. But, like, even thousands or hundreds of thousands in a week or tens of thousands in a week, like, that's it's still really good for fucking playing the game. Yeah. And then, like, if you happen to get better at the game, and again, don't forget, you don't have to be number one or use the shop to maybe also win some bonk that's worth 500 bucks because anyone who scores, you know, I was going to do 10,000, but then I'm like a hypocrite. Cause like I didn't even get 10,000 on like the thing, you know what I'm saying? I got like 8350, yeah. but, um, somewhere around, you know, for the culture, it'd be 6,900. So like, I'm thinking that like 6,900 is a requirement. Um, and then like anyone, you know, Every time you get that, maybe your wallet gets a little number next to it or however we decide to do the raffle. We'll make it fair. We're basically like you're, once you get above 6,900, your wallet gets saved. Uh, but then you have to say like, um, what if I did it like 17 times? Like what gives you the incentive to keep playing and keep playing? Well, I guess the incentive would be that you could potentially get first place, right? Um, that that might be the incentive so but we'll yep. be very clear on the instructions and the instructions will be accompanied with the video and they will be pushed out by some of our friends um marketing teams so like you guys will be aware but i just want to show people this because i thought it was really cool and you know everything's working with bitcoin and that payment rail is next uh for satoshis to be used and then we like to use a brc20 but it's very challenging because of the way that you have to inscribe and send them yeah, yeah. so i'm hoping tap tokens give us the opportunity to do something very sim like you know closer to an spl or an erc20 man if i'm just being like fucking brutally yeah. honest it just needs to be closer to like a more fungible a, yes it needs to be more fungible exactly closer to a token than an nft so all right exactly. um i'm gonna go ahead and you've got me taken off screen right now right yes no so, hold on let me, uh, yeah, oh, yeah there you go. go thank you thank you thank you thank you all right, so now we're going to go ahead and talk about this next thing. Before you show it, though, let me switch over to it. Let me log out of the runner. All right, so the next thing I'm going to show everybody is the first custom space that we've created. There's been a couple updates to it. The BTC Rastas have been very proactive about trying to get stuff built even before their mint had finished. I think there's still like 100 left to mint or something. And they had this idea where um, they would have 
a custom parcel built, which they paid for for the asset to be created, um, that would act as an instance that they could offer as a parcel to holders of five or more of their of their NFTs and make it part of their main Rastaverse uh, district that they plan to put even more custom work into. Um, and so we call it the Rasta residence. But what this is supposed to do is show you guys an example of how we could do this for anyone. And then I'm also going to tell you what the every day or the average person's parcel and resident experience would be like. So go ahead and share it if you can. Um, the first thing you'll notice is we do have YouTube plugged in here. It is using the same audio from the game room that will be changed within the next 24 hours uh, to a reggae themed, but the owner of the parcel will actually have the ability to change it themselves. So oh, wow. you'll be able to put whatever URL or URI you want to stream to this player. And then if you look over here, we have also put an arcade cabinet in the residence so that you could plug games of your choice. Um, currently, we have the Endless Runner plugged in, <laughs> game we all <laughs> just experienced and went over. I can view that in full screen, um, or I, oh, let me hit exit, or I can be redirected. I have now popped out to the website. So it opened the website in a new tab for me. Um, and that's a really cool way for people to help others find like a project you're invested in yeah. or a game that you're, you know what I mean? Um, so we're pretty happy about that. You'll notice we've got a little bit of a nice little custom decoration over here against, you know, we've got nice textures on the wall and we have a pretty big space here, a couple tables, a couple chairs. This could technically have different PNGs or JPEGs loaded onto it instead of the image of a yard. We thought that it would be cool to allow people to kind of, maybe it could look like you're in outer space or it could be a picture of the planet yeah. or it could be some of your ordinals, I suppose. Uh, we also think that that's a suitable use for the picture frame that's above the couch and obviously being able to have little knickknacks or things that are part of an asset pack would probably be enjoyable we'll make the desks interactive and the lights interactive and things along that nature so that you have a little bit more freedom and uh, probably have the mirror either look back at you or do something when you click it but it's basically just a little interactive environment that is yours to own and can support currently 50 players but that'll be lowered to you know i don't know 10 people maybe you could let in here or eight people or something like that would be reasonable um we can build instances of any size to act as a parcel but you know depending on the depth of that instance um the cost may be higher once you have a custom instance like this created then it can be replicated infinitely and then additional options and assets can be added to the game to allow people to change things like Everybody gets basically the same layout with maybe some texture and coloring customization originally, but it's basically all the same thing. And then you can allow them to maybe go into a menu system where they have different cosmetics and different items or maybe different um, plugins that they want to put in, not just YouTube in the arcade. Maybe they have different things that, you know, Jukebox, right, that connects to Pandora or Spotify's API, just as an example, you know, or they want to, like, Maybe they want to do virtual charting, you know, like trading, like trading view. Uh, maybe they want to put a flat screen up, or maybe that's what this is over here. Maybe they put fucking trading view over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So That'd like, be crazy. it'd be shit, right? It'd be dope, dude. So like, just stuff like that, you know, it's kind of the concept here. 
Could you put and a poker poker table in there with of like course. and actually like for example, you had like five avatars in there and you're like, let's play a poker game. Could you do could you actually create something like that? Yeah, if that's if that's what you wanted in the space, you know. And then so we got to thinking, okay, well, what about people who who don't want custom spaces but want a parcel inside of a district, whether yeah. it's our district or your district or whoever's district. So we thought, okay, well we'll build a a room builder. And so initially, the person who wants to buy the parcel, or you, the person selling the parcel, um, the person would need to choose like a small, medium, or large size parcel. And then those would have different costs to them, you know, 25, 50, 100 bucks, right? And then what that could do is have a, depending on its cost and its size, there could be a plethora of assets, textures, and items that the person could self build the room. Oh, okay. So so they basically walk into an empty space and they build it with a drop down. You know, like um you ever done like a skate park editor on like Tony Hawk, you yeah. ever built a skate yeah, park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. You walk into an empty warehouse, all the different things that we would offer you or that you could unlock in, in some capacity would be there. And if you were to earn things or buy things from other instances, then since it's all one global game, you could buy cosmetics from a 3D artist in the future that was, you know, selling GLB files that work in the game, or you could buy things that we put into the shop or whatever it might be, and you can bring them back to your parcel, even if it's in another district, because it's all part of the same game engine, right? So everything that we design or everything that is sold in one district will actually work in another district. So like, it provides like a global in-game economy that spans across these different districts that could house all these different players. So now how would you sell an instance? Well, you see the door. That's basically what creates it because when I click yes, I mean, it's not a fucking LARP. Yeah. Right. <laughs> give it a second and we'll load bitmap valley um i think i have three tabs open i don't know if the oh oh you couldn't see that i was like fuck did they just see that early no you couldn't see it i clicked on the other tab oh my god oh and my don't god. worry we, we, this is recorded so we'll, we'll be able to block anything out so if you see anything um just let us know we'll, we can block anything out yeah okay bt rasta Go yeah, that actually back. happened with the uh, the uh, the Rastas when we had them on. They uh, they they put your your thing up there, and then like twelve seconds later, they're like, "Oh no, we weren't supposed to show that." We're like, "Don't worry, man, we'll we'll block it out for you." Yeah, so. I was able to block it out. So you might have to edit that little bit of a part there. Yeah, I will. You'll edit this part out, but I think it's the okay, cool. More so, I just gave myself an opportunity to figure out if it was the avatar because I'm logged into the champ in two other places, so it probably about shit itself when I tried to walk out there on the same computer in another instance and already has something open. So what you'll notice is that it put me over here by the tree. Why? Because I told them it shouldn't be public instance. I don't want people who are using the alpha to see that instance, but that doorway is basically the exit, and this is where the entrance was, was right over here. So as you can see, it takes me right out by the bitmap ballroom, the bitmap arcade, and then if we go a little bit ways over here, I think it's over here. Oh, that's cool. Let's see. Is that where Magic Eden is? Yeah, Magic Eden's right there. So this is the next thing uh, that we'll go ahead and just show you oh, real wow. quickly. 
yeah. Go ahead and pop on by. Yes. If I could go in here and buy a friggin' Bitcoin frog, that'd be wild. Uh, so that's the idea. Um, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, awesome. Magic Eden has a very limited ability to allow us to pull API, make API requests because of all the companies that basically try to rip them off. Uh, we're working with, well, we're talking with some of them right now to get our servers API whitelisted so that we can make it you know, unlimited API calls from one individual IP address so that we can actually load all the collections functionally in Magic Eden. Right now, it's limited to like five at a time. Um, and then it's obviously going in alphabetical order, so it's very annoying. But the idea is it works. You can see collections down there. You've got Bitcoin frogs. You've got little peepos, ordinal monkey babies. But you see what happens when I clicked on those ordinal monkey babies yeah. or on the little peepos or on the Bitcoin punks, or in the BTC mutant virus, okay? So basically, once we can call to that API infinitely, we can allow a search bar that will just let you search Magic Eden for any collection, and then basically pull that collection up upon command. But if we have multiple users sharing an instance, then you can't do it. So what I might, well, unless they give us unlimited requests. So what I'll probably do is make the Magic Eden instances um, an individual experience so whenever you walk in you don't see one of 50 it's just like one of one right yeah. and then perhaps we can let you search however ordinals wallet marketplace doesn't restrict the api calls i'll let you do, i'll let you i'll just let your minds wonder so you're gonna you're i mean you're gonna put a, a storefront for ordinals wallet as well <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding yeah dude. Um, so they're, they're really cool randy and elon are cool and we're, we're working on it right now so uh here in the next few days we should be able to display a very similar setup to this but it'll be connected to the ordinals wallet marketplace fully functional um i will also reach out to gamma and i will see if they will uh if if they're cool with us calling to their api because I, I have talked to elon and randy about this they're definitely down they've provided us what we need we're building the instance, and then we'll we'll call their API, create a search function, and you'll be able to search from there. Um, then we will also do this with Gamma, and get them some exposure. And um, yeah, dude, it's pretty sick shit. So yeah. basically, Rasta left the residence, entered Bitmap Valley Square. Imagine this can work anyway. We could sell parcels here in Bitmap Valley Square, which if we ever did that, we would probably only do it to projects. So like, you see this building right here, dude. That's a fucking based building for a project to buy, put some marketing on, and create a big instance inside of it. But it would be like someone who wanted to do something custom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, for instance, Ordinal Wallet Marketplace, right? Or Gamma or some of these other people that we're working with. Yeah, anyway, you get it. So, residents can be parceled. That's what's important about the residents. So, remember... If you own a district, which we have a few hundred left, and pretty much closed Wave 2 presale while we worked on some of these other things. Now we've got all this stuff ready to go, and we're starting to convert everything over to the website in which we can allow public access. And then, uh, as I'll show you on the next screen, we have successfully been able to generate live interactive experiences using bitmap data. I'm going to explain to you why it looks exactly how it looks right now and uh, how it 
how we're going to make changes. And then the next time you guys see me, that's that's when we'll we'll reveal the final product. So right now I'm going to share this tab. Let me know if you see a change. You see a change? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Not uh, we see the yeah the data, the bitmap data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. All okay. right. So um, everybody can look on the map, and you will see that there are a bunch of blocks that resemble yep, including with height, uh, that resemble the data for block number seven two six nine six nine. Now, all of these blocks will represent are representing a transaction inside of this block. And each of those will actually be a building inside of your district. And your district will be basically comprised of X amount of parcel space. Now, you will notice there is a lot of map around me. You see mm -hmm. how much map is around me? Yeah. So what we are doing right now with the algorithm, and I won't show this again until the next part is done, but we are basically using the data that we now successfully are pulling into an interact. And again, I'm zoomed out for a reason because everyone has seen similar things from other places, right? Mm -hmm. But this one is actually interactive. Um, if you fellas actually go ahead and click the link in private chat, you can jump in this environment with me. So it is already online. It is already multiplayer and it is already available. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to design basically walkways and streets. I don't even know how to say this, but like um, basically some roads and, and infrastructure. And there will be an algorithm that mathematics, basically, it's not even really an algorithm, but there will be math placed inside of the algorithm that separates each transaction by X amount of distance based on its size, because some of these are smaller, some of them are larger, some of them are taller, right? And it'll basically spread out the city across this additional areas that you can see as it fills in the internals with streets and foliage, etc. right? And then each of your transactions is now a building and three of those buildings will have a ballroom, an arcade, and an exchange available for you to oh, wow. use, right? Because that's why we built those instances. And then when parceling comes along in, in instances, selling residences, very much like you just saw the Rasta residence, one of these squares will be one of those residences. So you will put a doorway on one of your buildings which is a transaction on chain and parcel that out using the preferred method right of one dot number dot bitmap right yeah. hmm. and then you can sell that parcel to someone else so now it becomes it's token gated to your district now the owner of that new parcel has access to the the parcel instance yeah you know? and then they can even block me out right what do you mean by that uh okay so um i've thought about this you know what i mean yeah i don't i i think we can make that happen anyway i'm zooming in here and what you'll notice is i am in fact in a game environment with the same avatar from the other freaking thing same control same how everything. do you run 
Uh, hold the left shift key while using okay. WASD. And then if you're on a phone, you just like hold the stick up. And now what I can do is I can actually zoom out and find you if you're in my <laughs> square, right? If if you log into the 726969 block, I can zoom out and eventually find you. And what I was thinking is that we could make games where the levels are generated using the bitmap data. So we could make like a Doom game where the walls, yeah. not like Doom, but you know, like a shooter or whatever, where all the different walls, or we could make a Pac-Man or we could make... Um, maze game where it's like uh, being chased by the uh, you know like the hello neighbor or the scary teacher or the whatever the fuck my kids play yeah. Um, so yeah that kind of shit um, Megan Dow no I would never be battle royale do a battle royale battle royale is also an option that you could but again spreading this stuff out making or using certain blocks that are certain sizes that there's all kinds of shit we can do what we've noticed is this this one's a few hundred i think it's like a hundred and something maybe 300 400 transactions I don't quite remember. I'd have to look it up. But yeah. um, we've noticed that like 500 or less seem to be the most like aesthetically pleasing. In my opinion, it's it's not too busy. But I think even with some that have smaller transactions, um, going with a thousand is probably okay. So when you are picking out your bitmap to generate here, we could generate any bitmap, obviously. Mm -hmm. If I change this, let's just change this real quick. Give me one second. <laughs> I'm going to say one. This is this is uh, why I feel like bitmap is is special is because uh, that standard right across the board. You don't really have that with other metaverses. Um, and so, no, I I love this. All right. So now I've changed the block number. Gotcha. <laughs> no, you got like six parcels. I went from seven two six nine six nine to one four six nine six nine. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You see, yeah, the earlier transact or mm -hmm. the earlier blocks, but that's crazy. Imagine that doing a battle royale game with that many parcels. You're just like so. Let's do four. Season. Let's do four two six nine six nine, and let's take a look at four two six nine six nine. Dude, you see what I'm saying? We can yeah, do any of them. Crazy. Now, this one's got quite a few transactions in it, as you can see. <laughs> as a motherfucker. So then with this one, you're going to still have streets, but it's going to feel more like New York. Like your buildings are all kind of on top of each other, and it's a little tighter. Where if you got something with three, four, five hundred transactions or less, uh, it's going to feel more like, you know, Chicago or St. Louis, where it's not as on top of you. And then the less blocks you have is going to get more rural, because like that one you just saw... Well, they had like six on it. Yeah. That means most of that's going to be a world environment that is open. Now, could you build inside of that environment? Sure. What would you build? What in the six parcel uh, one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be smaller, you, but it, I mean, it, but cool. what would you build? Right. You'd build um, a couple really you'd probably build like six custom instances, all of which you had built and designed perfectly and create like a carnival or a, a game world. It would be like a game world where like each of the buildings had something spectacular in it. You know, you, you probably wouldn't do it, I guess is what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what sure. would you, what would you do with that? So you have to think like, um, okay, well, what about real estate places with more real estate could have good value if they've got good traffic. 
But if they don't have good traffic, then they are um, overpop or like, uh, what, what would you say, like uh, inflated or whatever. So you might want to think about like the less is more thought, but you still need a healthy amount to, you know. Yeah. Well, could you, could you technically like put like a beachfront with like the six parcel one just to kind of put the aesthetics of water there or no? If somebody, I mean, if somebody wanted us to do that for them, yeah. we, you know, obviously there's some dev costs that go into yeah. that, but like that's what we're here for is like, yeah. this is one of those things that's going to be like infinitely impossible. Dude, I just love running around the fucking maze of it, bro. And I think about how sick it would be if I was like trying to outrun. Like, okay, I don't know if you guys have ever played Intelligent Cube. It's like a very rare PlayStation game. It's even very expensive, but it's called Intelligent Cube, and it's a play off the Nintendo game Cube, uh-huh. um, but it's like 3D, and it's very... Dude, it's fucking badass. And if you try to buy a copy of it, it's like super fucking expensive because it's very rare to I, get. I mean, I just like the fact that, like, you know, other bitmap builders with their, uh, you know, uh, ability to pull the data for the, from the same block, it should theoretically look just like this, right? Yeah, so we actually are referencing bitfeed.live and we cross-referenced Inscribe because we're friends with, the with you know, obviously the Blockrunner guys. Yeah. Um, but, like, my preferred place to pull source is bitfeed.live. Yeah. Because when everybody chose their bitmap punks, they chose them based on the vbyte data that is on bitmap.live. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, it just makes sense to use that same layout. So, you, if you've got a punk, you could, you know your city could just look like your punk and you could just make that like a monument in the middle and the outside could be whatever. And that we, we can subtract too, right? Like all the outside perimeter that is left. That's just a base for one level. So like each instance can be that big. Okay. It's just how much development goes into that instance. So you see how it's broken into four quadrants. Yeah. An instance can be either one entire plate or it could be four quadrants quadrants or it can be one motherfucking square you know what i'm saying and so if we line this up with some distance metrics and some foliage and have it basically basically use ai to kind of also help with this a little bit where we have to reimagine this data as a cityscape and we basically use our building structures and our initial product as a point of reference for what those buildings should look like. We generate those assets, we program everything in the game. And then what we can do is we can, depending on how the first one comes out, we can actually give the code to chat GPT or, or a more advanced AI in some instances and um, ask, kind of tell it what we're trying to do. And we can run multiple examples uh, in a lot faster time frame. By just building a a pretty good example to start with, it's much easier to improve upon. And this is something I think a lot of developers are really missing out on. Um, when you do something really good, ChatGPT can usually make it better or cleaner. And whenever you give cleaner code to a developer, they tend to see things that they didn't see before. And it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, it's really incredible how much we can leverage it. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like, sure, there's a... It, ton of work that goes into this in the first bit especially being fully interactive with the avatars people are able to join it's part of bitmap valley right this is how we will generate your cities um but like once that's done handing the code off to a machine and saying you know improve this or 
I'm getting this result. I want this result. And it'll ask you for the code. And it'll say, try this. And then whenever you put that in, you'll be like, oh, I see where it's going with this. Actually, what if I just change this here or I just remove this? Oh, shit. Look at that. Much better. And then have ChatGPT audit the code, too. Like, you know, it's yeah. just, it, it's it's incredible how much more efficient it is when you can run it by an AI versus another developer who has to read yeah. and use their human brain. It's embarrassing. Um, all right. So I'm going to stop sharing that one. And then we have one more thing that I wanted to share with you guys. I promise not to make this long, and it's been fucking long as fuck. So I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's good. It's, I, it's I, informational, I, man. That's like I think people want to see what the updates are. So this is great. Yeah, and yeah I don't. I'm, I'm I don't care this. if you edit out the shit earlier. Whatever. I fucking had three avatars, two from the same account inside the main instance, and it was like, bro, you can't do that. So actually, it's kind of good. It wouldn't let me load the the chip yeah. out into Bitmap Valley. It's like, no, bro. You got to <laughs> use a different avatar, use a different wallet, use something. So, um, all right. So this is the last one. It is the um, the store. Hold on real quick. Let me present. Share tab. All right. Let all me know right. when you're ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to see if I can um, stop. Okay, so I think oh, yeah. he's uh yeah he's connecting the uh, over there yeah camera for that. It's crazy how fast these guys work, man. Like I remember, like none of this was implemented just what yeah. two weeks ago, three weeks ago. He's yeah, crazy. I mean, he just kind of broke down like how you know developers are leveraging ChatGPT now. So yeah. there you go. It was because I wasn't in the thing. And nope, the game's smart. It knows that I'm using StreamYard, which has control of my camera, so it will not allow me to open my camera. I guess I'm going to have to make a um, just a video of it, or yeah. maybe you guys could find a way to record it. I'll give you the link to this. Yeah. Um, just anywhere in Bitmap Valley, you should be able to use the camera. And I'll give you the link. I'll give gotcha. you the link to the roster residence, because that should work. All right, here you go. How would it work, though? Oh, are you are you gonna show uh, the yeah, not here, so not here? Yeah, okay. you can just like do it later and okay, maybe, gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha, you know, gotcha, whatever. Fuck me, dude, it doesn't matter. But uh, basically, whenever you guys check that out later, you'll see that whenever you turn on the camera, um, uh -huh. it's a little screen over the top of your head, and... like my like my actual head. Is like that what you're talking? No, no, no. The avatar in okay. the game, okay. the avatar like my chimp here. He'll have a small little screen above his head and it'll be your face and your voice. Uh... And so then an option that we're going to make for people is that instead of using your face, uh, you could use the avatar's face, but still be on your webcam. So it acts as a filter, right? Mm -hmm. Just like on Instagram or something. And then if you come over to like one of these little things, um, we can have different assets here that could be like glasses or mohawks or different traits and hats that you could basically attach to that avatar so that when you're um, interacting with people in 
like from your webcam, like personally interacting in here, mm -hmm. um, you can still have your disguise or you could have cosmetics that give you your own flavor because not everyone's going to have their own personalized avatar. Not everyone's going to want to use the um, avatar or maybe they don't want to use the ones that we provided. And we're, we have a generic avatar that's being created that will have like, you can change like, hair color, skin color, eye color, things like that, right? So that you've got just like a basic generic avatar that you can bring in with you. And then what if you want to use that avatar and instead of like buying an avatar for somewhere or having a custom one made, you could just buy cosmetics or obtain cosmetics for the time spent or for winning in games or for visiting other spaces. And then those cosmetics could be what you use for your AR filter when interacting. Um, and then what we can do is allow you to basically put that AR model um, into the real world, like into your environment um, if you're on a phone. Right. We can't yeah. do it from a computer, but basically um, that would I really only sh put on the shop because I wanted to show you my fucking webcam over my head. Um, but as you can see, you see how it's like a city skyline with like yeah. time and temperature and yeah. all that shit. So like imagine that roster residence I showed you. You could have like a clock in the weather. It's yeah. connected to your your area like you can literally let it like you see your location, right? You know what I mean? Uh, no different. Like you could read the data directly from your Windows computer, right? At the bottom. It, it'd just be like it's 1130, you know, and 824, and it's fucking 80 degrees outside. So my thought was like these little instances, showing everybody these instances gives them an idea. You have a little shop area. You could have a gallery or exchange area. You have a bitmap uh, ballroom, which is like a hangout social area. We will add a bartender hooked up to ChatGPT that you can communicate with there. That's um, awesome. You've got the ability to put instance on buildings. You've seen that I can generate any bitmap uh, in an interactive world and actually share that with someone. I can literally share the link to this world I'm running around in. Not world, but this maze I'm running around in with you yeah. guys. And you guys see the same thing. And if I type in... Uh, you know, let's go like really far back. Let's go block six nine six nine. You can six, change nine, the, six, nine. You can change the block for the store. No, no, no. Oh fuck! I I forget how this works, dude. I just like switching tabs. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Look, block six nine six nine, dude. One. <laughs> Just one fucking. Can you make him jump up on top of that? I'm just kidding. Actually, it would be. <laughs> oh my god, a climbing. Oh my god, actually, dude, that'd be crazy. Like Spider-Man. Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah, I mean, like, eventually, if you if climbing you guys somehow games. like inter integrate like a battle royale into Bitmap Valley, like a section of it, to where if they go into that instance, it, it becomes battle royale or something. That'd be really cool. Be able to yeah, climb stuff. we love that idea of making mini games out of this. And like I said, we even have people who want to be customers to make games, and they understand that. Like when you're making a game, it a simple game loop might cost you thousands of dollars. Uh, a more complex one might cost you ten thousand, fifteen, twenty-five thousand. Like people understand what it costs to build a game, and you are really building yeah. a whole ass fucking game. But it's just one of those things where like you don't have to build like, a launch, and it doesn't even have to be that complicated. So obviously, Bitmap Valley is fucking cool as shit. It's obviously nighttime. Fucking love this place. 
The instances are dope. You guys have a better scope of what it looks like to generate a block on a massive land. We can combine masses. We can break them into quadrants. None of that's a problem. We talked about the store. Store will allow people to yeah. offer their own versions of cosmetics and create transactions. Obviously, this is just supposed to be set up to look like a little cosmetic store, but this could be an auction Customized, house. yeah. Yeah, it could be anything, right? We're just giving right. the example of a place that you could shop from or interact inside of. Um, we, we don't know what everything that a person can think of or would want will be but if we have enough examples to like get the gears turning in your brain then you'll tell me a good idea and we'll build that good idea for you and if others like it then they'll copycat you and that's a good thing you know yeah. it's like not not like to a t you know we would never condone that but like yeah. people might say shit i should do something like that yeah. shit i should do something like that and then it also puts people in a position to like maybe become more formal with each other and maybe we'll have district owners working together. Maybe we'll yeah. have them actually becoming friends. So yeah. hopefully this shit wasn't too boring for you. And some of the, I know nah, some of the conversation got a little off. off no, I, I mean, like, see my face the whole time. you know, Chris, I think like out of everybody that's building on bitmap, you guys are doing the most customization. Right. And, yeah. and I think maybe you guys had head... interactivity, right? Like it's yeah. fully interactive. It's a fucking game. Yeah. Like it's a it's avatars running around in a city, going in and out of buildings and doing things together. Lots of avatars across collections. Multiple blockchain wallets can be connected. So it's like, bro, come on. And, and y'all you're, you're, are listening <laughs> to your user, too. Right. So Fuck, that's yeah, the, you guys that's the are the only ones that matter, dude. Yeah. We're building for you. Like everything's a cool idea. And you know what I see on the timeline? I see some builders building things and not just bitmap, but like in general. And I feel like they're building in a reaction to FUD or to try to appease people that are currently not interested. Stop. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Build yeah. for people that are interested, the thing that they want. And if they like it enough, their voices will be loud enough to make people on the outside interested. And if you can scale into new users, then you should be able to produce. But, like, dude, if people don't care about the technology, then they're not going to give a fuck about the experience. They're not going to want to be a participant. And the only way that you're going to be able to do anything with them is based on a hype-driven narrative. And where does hype come from? It comes from marketing. What's the best form of marketing? Word of mouth, organic growth. Yep. So it's like build for the people who care about the technology build the shit they say you can't build do the things that they think are stupid or impossible or too complicated when you see other people using parlor tricks to gain favor and using verbiage that makes it grand you have to step back and say okay am i doing the same thing and what is the basis of comparison to what this person's doing versus what you're doing and you you, you stay on top of yourself like you basically say okay Am I offering a better thing? Am I doing the right thing? Is it or am I doing the wrong thing? Are they doing the yeah. right thing? Wait, am I should I have approached this differently? Okay, but you can't change the past. So what does the future look like? And why did you even make that decision in the past to, to begin with? And what would you be able to do moving forward to keep that honorable and successful? And that's basically the questions you're always asking yourself. When you see someone doing other shit, you say, hmm, are they doing it right or am I doing it right? Or is there a possibility that we can work together? Once people start trying to chase motherfuckers or like uh, race motherfuckers, it's like, yo, yeah. bro, that's not it because there's yeah. not enough people here to be like, there's not a hundred thousand 
active motherfuckers. You know what I mean? There's like yeah. thousands of active people. You need to be able to reach the demographic that speaks to you. And half of these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about technology. Yeah. So then that means if you were working with 5,000 potential users, now you're looking at 2,500 and it could be months before you're back at 5,000, but you're never going to get to 10,000 if you don't make 2,500 and you're never going to make 2,500 if the first 500 aren't happy so it's like yeah. you gotta like and the first 500 aren't going to be happy if the product is dog shit so it's like there's just levels to this you know and we did have someone trying to ddos it the other day i'm pretty sure i know who it was pretty amateur thing we won't turn over his ip but like we could uh but yeah. here's the thing we don't give a fuck we didn't have cloudflare or anything set up so we've already got people that are like trying to fuck around and you know not many people have this address it's very limited to a small group of people. That's crazy. Yes, I know I know exactly who the fuck it was, dude. I mean, 100%. And actually, anyone who knows me well enough, or like if 8-Bit sees this, you know who it was, too. But, um... <laughs> and it's not him, for sure. Oh, okay. So, so, no, 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 no. He's my homie. But, like, people trying to create narratives to serve their own purpose, and we didn't have anything set up because we didn't want to block any use cases. Plus, we know a lot of people have VPNs on their phone and shit like that so we just didn't yeah. want to make it convoluted there's about 60 people in a group called the bitmap valley stress test i think you guys might even be in it also yep. someone yep. in that group definitely tried to ddos and i think they did it to try and um i think they made some content to say like the that it's a shitty vulnerability and no 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 like... that it's a yeah that it's a shitty product basically um so when we saw the ddos coming in we went and logged in and it was working fine and we looked at the user ip and Showed did a tracer yeah Showed yeah we the location did, for, for the most part i mean it was a little obfuscated but saeed's a bad motherfucker but at the end of the day it doesn't matter we don't care about that because yeah. it's like really easy to prevent that from happening um we didn't have it set up dude because it's not live <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying so like that person tried to be a cute guy uh we yeah. laughed it off and two hours later good luck um so we uh we definitely are just preparing for that launch phase but again you've already got haters and you've already got people talking that shit and trying to outdo you or not even outdo you but like i don't know what the sabotage fuck bro i don't know what the yeah. fucking psychology yeah. is all i know is that you are wasting your energy on some shit that is not yeah. gonna matter because no matter what words you fucking use no matter what actions you fucking take it is not going to change my day to day it's not going to change what we're doing it's not going to change our experience so like brother like hating too much will give you cancer <laughs> right like yes. it'll give you cancer bro like you will fucking die in early death because 100 I, I, not... percent. i just never understood that negative like consistent negative like energy but uh yeah i totally understand getting fed up and telling a motherfucker how it is but living with that shit yeah and letting it become cancer in you dude it's like crazy and and however as a founder you're that's a good sign it's a good sign when people are yeah. willing to try and go out of their way to disrupt the path you're paving. Ooh. That means I'm you doing... got something working. Yeah, Like that's exciting. It's yeah. like, uh, and so, you know, 
they probably don't expect that kind of reaction but we're really okay. excited as you guys can yeah. tell we for sure we're here, like you know? we're, we're excited for you and we, we really appreciate like what you guys are doing and you coming on and updating our audience your audience we have mixed yep. audiences so we appreciate you jumping on with us tonight chris even though we know it's late but it's i appreciate it's been, it fella yeah. seriously no problem. you guys are the best and you're so consistent right like you know you guys and block runner are the two people that i feel like i have the best relationships with and then there's um a couple more people there was a, a gentleman who's you know mostly spanish community um alberto he's really great he did a cool video on us he wants to do a short interview with me like me and him so he can yeah. you know translate some of it into so he can just like give people more information but i thought that was really cool and there was another yeah. gentleman we saw recently but it's like you the hive or some shit but like you guys are so consistent and block runner is so consistent i think you guys have been doing a great service to the space i think that we appreciate um, it. i want you to you know i want you to keep growing this like i know you guys work and i know you come home and you like really put a lot of effort and time into this outside of your day-to-day -day tasks and i even think you've got family at gobi right do you have any kids shizzy Oh, yeah, I got two kids, nine oh, and seven. Me yeah. too, bro. Six and nine, bro. It's like not even trolling. One of them's about to turn six in December, and the other one will be 10 in February. So it's like yep. five and nine, right? So yep. like, bro, with all of that, you still find yep. time to be here. You still find time for the grind. And this is where like we're all sacrificing. It's not just late for me. It's late for both of you. Both of you yep. have families. Both of you have jobs. And, you know, tomorrow I'll wake up get the kids to school i won't be able to go back to sleep brain will start tinkering i'll yep. go straight to discord then to twitter back to discord <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh my 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 breaks are listening to your guys's podcast or listening to the updates in the space or going and listening yeah. to spaces in the audience like i'm always surrounded by the information or the opportunity to either learn something or add value in some way. But I believe that all of us who are like, you know, you're not letting this go. Like no matter how hard your day gets, you're doing a great, both of you like still show up. Right. And yeah. that's the key to me wanting to even be part of your, like you guys are always going to be people that I want to go to because you show up like, I don't give a fuck how many viewers you get right now or how many people yeah. kind of, I don't get a lot of viewers right now, but I know we will. I know yeah. that if we stay consistent and I know when yep. things kick up the longevity or the uh, experience or the seniority, like one of those things is going to fucking matter. And when it does not to mention, you guys have been able to learn so much during this period, you might be able to change your lives in the next yeah. bull market yeah. and actually have like more time to do something meaningful yeah. and more time with your kids, which is yeah. like the one thing we all really, really sacrifice here. So that, yep. it's the goal. I love you guys much, yeah. much love to you guys. Dude, we we appreciate that so much, man. Like yeah. we, we, we love this. So it's just like for us, this is, this is, this is our video game. You know what I mean? Like we get to talk to people, that you know we wouldn't really have the chance to talk to without this so it's for us this is just amazing and we're learning every day and and i mean just just i mean just this is amazing like i got to sit here with you and watch you go over what you're building that's 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 fucking amazing it you is kind of crazy you know like and the fact that i get to sit here and share it with you guys yeah. also feels crazy right? <laughs> like it, it's like it's like who gave a fuck who yeah i mean if i shared the links on like facebook or something to my friends and family yeah. 
they don't even have a wallet, dude. Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they might have MetaMask, but we haven't really talked about that since Dang. whenever you know you got like, you got you onboarded them to metamask i can't i can't get them to even get to that point yeah like, i mean to get them on coinbase yeah, yeah, are, yeah. i i have a couple family members that i um was very forceful about buying eth um mm-hmm. when it when it hit 88 dollars most of them didn't listen uh until like higher like two three x um one didn't listen at all. He says this time he's going to. I told him to start buying Solana. Actually, the other day at my grandma's birthday, my cousin Zach, we haven't seen each other in a while. And he said, how close are you to retirement? I said, dude, I founded a tech company and an NFT project, and I'm building all these games and shit. I'm not close to retiring. You know what I mean? Like, it, not yeah. even close. Like, because he knows how well I was doing for a while until I started sinking money into this shit. And then obviously you grow with your means. And even though we all made pretty good money over the last few years, like inflation has really gone up 40% or some crazy shit or 30. Like you've basically lost like 30% of value that you would have had. Like if you would have had a hundred grand, uh, even, you know, three, four years ago or 500 grand, you know, dude, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked out. And if you were bullish and you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars building a bunch of shit that like an unreal engine game, for instance, and paying a bunch of people for marketing and artwork and stuff you never used and just a whole bunch of shit, uh, you might be like, fuck, you know, (laughs) not, not about to retire, but that's never been, it's never been about retiring for me. Like I do make a pretty decent amount with trading and we bring in enough money to build what people are interested in. Uh, and then we bring in additional funds, which turns into profit whenever we sell services. Um, so it's like we have a we have a way for us to build things for you that are meaningful, and we have way to produce income through our sasses. And I have a way to feed my children. So and none yep. of it detracts from each other. Like they're all complementary. But yeah, we're building on such a large scale that there's no way to hype this up. You basically have to like just produce it and like it's almost like wayne's world which is like the corniest fucking thing ever but it is almost like you have to just keep building and building and building and eventually you'll build something and they will come and that's like we're you know we've seen these in like short instances um we just made a lot of mistakes with building an unreal engine first and creating a game in unreal engine it just like was a really big waste of a lot of money and it served us no purpose because no one gives a fuck so we learned from that we started building all this infrastructure we produced the runner we're midway through two other games we stopped development on those completely to pump out bitmap valley we're getting close to the claim stage of bitmap valley when bitmap valley is more of a you know, streamline process and everyone's in there doing their thing. We'll have a small development team set to do custom work in Bitmap Valley while we finish out our other two game concepts, start to bring all those together between these three or four major blockchains, have payment rails for each blockchain. Dude, we're going to have a fucking... The vision is 100... I could tell the vision is 100% there. So it's whatever, dude. Take us another fucking few months and then, you know, this time next year we'll be like probably impossible to ignore at least on like a um like a or like a person to person scale right and then uh you know we'll go from there but sure. i have a good feeling that this is going to be worth all the time and effort and uh i mean at this point guys we've been building in the space for literally two years uh just over two years so yeah it's going to be hard for a person to play catch up they should probably 
play friendly and we I, we maybe even talked about this the last time i was here but like don't play catch up be friends complement each other help each other yes. grow ecosystem together be an example for other motherfuckers and set the tone because if you're being combative yep. and you're using cheap parlor tricks to try and outdo each other well you know what you're gonna send a signal to like scammy people or ruggy people yep. and they're gonna be like shit we could pull some parlor tricks you know, even if your parlor tricks are in an attempt, because you're an honest person, right? Like, let's say I'm an honest person. I know what I'm building. I have no intentions of fucking people over. Let's throw out some additional parlor tricks to drive this hype narrative and promise something that we know we can deliver. You know, I'm seeing this around, right? And it it's like, it gets, people get a little confused, right? They, they say, well, you know, it's okay to do this or do that because my intent is good. Yeah, dude. But if that works, the person whose intent is not good does not give a fuck what your intention is. Yeah. They're going to copy your behavior and they're going to try to fucking fuck people over. And um, this is sure. where I think that like being certainly better than others is important because it makes it harder for scammers to like pull people away. So then this is the point of my rant here. You're competing against me and the scammers. How about we just compete against the scammers? Let's just yep. work together. Like yeah. if we just work together, then neither one of us is scamming shit and we're yep. transparent. We're out in the open and we're able to actually produce more value to a small group of individuals and not leave room for some snake headed motherfucker to come in. And I don't mean to be shitting on anybody, but there are people in this space that it's like, you know, some of them I can see are really doing it and really trying and really, you know, two in particular that I actually like. And then there's like one or two other ones that when I saw them, I thought, you're just, mm, that's a parlor trick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. it, and then you have to start asking yourself with the parlor trick, what's the intent or the outcome? Um, if it's to sell a BRC 20, I get it. I just be honest about it. If it's yeah. to sell a product or a service like us, be honest. I never came in and said, dude, we're doing this all to change your lives. You know what I'm saying? Nuts. No, we're doing this all because you guys bought some pre-sale and you funded the engine build and we're, doing more pre-sale so that we can keep evolving this and offering more back to the holders and if you don't buy the pre-sale now you'll fucking buy the remainders later when people are in here generating it you know like yeah. i if, if people don't buy it now they'll buy it later like they will buy it like that's all i know for fucking sure is that people will buy into this it's very limited and it is on like a bitcoin based metaverse that includes users from other blockchains like you can literally go fuck yourself that is an incredible <laughs> like that statement alone is incredible it is a big Bitcoin based, like verified through Bitcoin assets using the block data to generate itself. So it is essentially a Bitcoin based metaverse that allows users from other chains to participate. That's the cool part. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. That is yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah, that's the cool part. Yeah. I could just stop at that statement <laughs> and, and we've done more than most. Yeah. So, you know, For whatever. Sure. Mwah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, this is the last thing I say because we are coming up on time. But, like, you know, I love the way that you handle uh, kind of, I guess, like, any disputes or anything. And that's a DX racer, motherfucker. That ain't some, <laughs> some bullshit-ass chair. DX racer, motherfucker. Because, yeah. like, uh, I think I've only seen you, like, maybe respond or go at somebody that 
went at you like you said you know like let's get let's get along you know don't try to like you know sneak up on me because i'll i'll respond and so i think that's how people should handle the space like i said this will be the last thing i say but uh it's, it's kind of like how you do it like i don't see you attacking other builders in the space but i know that you're putting mental notes in the back of your mind for like the ones yeah. that you know you're noticing like that but you're not sitting there screaming with a megaphone saying hey this motherfucker right here this motherfucker right here this motherfucker right here you know and so i feel like you're very uh you know kind of you have a good energy is what i'm seeing so if i send a, there's sure. only two messages i can ever send that should be frightening to another person on line and it you would never see the message yourselves uh any the person would never because i'll either be sending a piece of your social media information to somebody and saying tell me everything about this person or <laughs> or or i'm sending your product or your claim or your promo demo whatever it is to Saeed and saying these motherfuckers really think and he goes okay bro i understand so you know what i mean like i i just show him the stuff when i see things that i know are kind of like oh this is getting on the edge of maybe not like I'm feeling uncomfortable about what I'm yeah. seeing and it looks a little too close or sounds a little too close. It almost is as if it kind of sounds like something I would do or say, I send it to him and I say, look, I don't know what these motherfuckers are up to, but it feels like a copycat thing or a chasing thing. I just want you to see their progress. And I send him the progress. See, I send my team the progress of other teams. Y'all should just block me because <laughs> when I see your progress, I go, this is where, this is what this one's doing. This is where they're doing. It's not an attempt to defeat you. It's an yeah. attempt to understand. Well, first off, I don't want to waste my time, right? Yeah. Like if you're doing something that's dope or cool or, or is good, I'll send it to Saeed and say, all right, these guys are doing this. I'm going to DM them and find out if we can work with them. So just understand that this product, like Ordinal's wallet, for instance, <laughs> just understand that i need you yeah. to start looking into this or whenever we are working with raindrops and boots contracts on solana it's hey we're gonna do a customizer that's 3d and on chain look at these contracts for boots so that when it's time to make the customizer you know how to do the contract you know like i will do this so that not only are we keeping up with everybody's progress and understanding their development but we also can like help identify flaws in what they're doing or strengths in what they're offering. And we can make partnerships and we can work together to make an even better experience. So then when you choose to blatantly ignore me, well, now I have to wonder, A, what kind of actor are you? And two, hey, Saeed, uh, whatever you do, make sure it shits on this. Th that's it. It's just like we're either shitting on you or we're eating with you. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, that's how it has to be. Again, one day there will be hundreds of thousands of users fighting for all of this shit, and we'll be able to share the wealth, and the alpha chats will work again, and Twitter yeah. will still be called we'll, X. We'll, we'll all celebrate. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great, uh, great show. Great show. Yeah, man, I absolutely, appreciate it, absolutely amazing, man. If you, yo, if you ever want to do do this again, if you have an update you want to get out, hit us up. We'll do it. Like, yo, it's oh, we are going to do it again whenever up, we actually so. finish the generator. Remember? Yeah. And and probably the, one of the first claims that happens on one of my lands to generate the actual example, we'll probably just do it here. Um, I mean, yeah. I kind of like 
doing things in a way that they're more organic and more realistic. And this also leaves people no room to doubt. And, you know, in a speculative market, that kind of sucks because speculation drives hype. But in this instance, the amount of supply is so low and the utility is so great. I think that supply and demand and hype, I think it'll be enough. There'll be enough because the the hype can't get convoluted by the supply. So whenever I think like, just let anyone generate any city. Okay, but how do you drive value to early adopters? And it's not that early adopters should be feeling like they're going to make money, but they should at very least feel like they're privileged or exclusive in some way. So they yeah. do allow those early adopters to decide because they basically pay for the goddamn thing. You know, this is the thing that the NFT founder fucking forgets or the ordinal founder forgets. Yo, those people that are asking you questions paid for the whole fucking shindig, bro. Yep. Like, they gave you the money to do all this. So you do actually owe the motherfuckers at least some sort of answer. So then in my thought process is just like, okay, then they could tell me if they want us to open it up to more people. They can tell me if a person who has a verified bitmap can come and generate their own land for a flat fee and have their own district using the the procedural generator, like how I was jumping across them by, by just using a different number, right? Well, it's like we could technically just read your wallet, and if it's a verified address, then we could allow you to claim it and have a district that is modeled after that address, and we could do that for every single bitmap address, all 800,000 of them, but then your district's not special. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's going to actually be hard for people to visit your district. But if there's only, you know, a thousand total districts live and then you can sell parcels from those districts. Well, like if we keep growing, you know, 10,000 users, well, shit, we're going to limit the spaces to maybe 500 for the main square. And then once that 500 filled, number 501, he gets put in a random space that's open. Number yeah, 502, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And start to direct them towards spaces. Yeah. Uh, to me it's just like dog if you got the time we got the will you know what eventually, i mean like, yeah eventually demand will be will oh, outpace yeah. there, there ain't shit else going on bro <laughs> if anything like motherfuckers are out there gambling i think the reason they're even throwing money at us for pre-sales and shit like that is just because it's like pretty straightforward it's like hey i'm yeah. gonna lose money on shit coins and and leverage trades and nft mints and all kinds of shit Maybe secure something that's going to take a little bit of time that actually has some real utility and, and potential value behind it because, like, you're likely yep. going to lose 150 bucks or 300 bucks. So it's like, I promise you that it's going to take me long enough to build this and it's going to be sick enough that, like, 150 bucks would be like a steal or, you know, whatever it might be. So to me, it feels like you're almost just like parking your money with us while we build this shit out and then you're getting something back of in my opinion, greater value. Obviously, I can't prove that. Obviously, I'm not a psychic, and I have no idea what the market does. But I, yep. I do know in spaces, uh, I keep hearing that the gaming meta, the gaming meta is coming. The next meta will be gaming, and we're starting to look at all these gaming oh, yeah. tokens. I'm hearing this all the time. Yeah, no shit, dude. Like, it just because all of us have been building gaming meta for two fucking yeah. years and that's how long it fucking takes so now now everybody's pumping shit out and you got motherfuckers that have been building gaming meta for two or three months thinking they're like i just want to help them dude yeah that's it <laughs> i, I just want to help them bro anyway i'm gonna get off my fucking my soapbox i'm gonna smoke a cigarette oh yeah drink coke cola right. no coke cola's gone go grind out diablo <laughs> instead of fucking 
There's nothing I can do. It's 12 o'clock. Here's the thing about being 12 o'clock. This is like the between like 12 and 2 because some are uh, so like Germany is sometimes, but not right now. He's he's doing other shit uh, with a different. He's he, early founder, good friend, found yeah. great opportunities doing other stuff. He's he's doing good, Alexander. Um, but like Bobski, I think is in Africa. And then Saeed and half the team is uh, Dubai. And uh, I think uh, we've got a couple people in Canada, United, two or three in the United States, right? So, like, um, for, like, the next two hours, you're in, like, this transition where the European people are starting to get up. And then, yep. like, Dubai and stuff is starting to be more active. And I'll get an art update for the I'm So Immortals today from a gentleman who's 12 hours away because it's no noon for him right now, right? So I'll go to sleep, and then I'll wake up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and he'll have shit ready for me. And it'll be the afternoon for Saeed. And then by 2 p.m., when I'm starting to get you know to go get the kids now saeed's starting to get ready for bed dude is crazy but this is like that one block remember how i told you i was losing two hours every yep. night this is it 12 to 2 this is my two hours to play fucking <laughs> diablo so <laughs> until mk1 dude listen i'm also a video game nerd like i don't get that yeah. much time to play i'm a very high level hearthstone player i was recorded in world of logs for many years as a wrestler shaman league of legends account was beta we probably went over this last time Mortal Kombat 1, I just played that beta. Dude, it is fire as fuck. Yeah. And it dawned on me 30 years. Oh, yeah. 30 wow. years since I, I feel put old. the... Dude, Blood Code <laughs> on Sega Genesis, bro. Yeah. Like A-B-A-C-A-B-B start. Like, oh, I will shit. never forget <laughs> that. Bro, I put that in so many times, and I am 30... 36 <laughs> i'm 36 dude i don't know i feel 25 every day um i'm 36 um, uh, and i'll never forget not being able to hang out with this kid tom alm for like i'm talking till we were in middle school we didn't hang out yeah had no idea his mom called my mom she was fucking heated because we were in kindergarten and I came to his house and he did have Mortal Kombat on Sega. But if anyone knows, Mortal Kombat on Sega is not a graphic game unless you put in the blood code at the beginning menu. Ooh. And then what that does is that enables fatalities and all kinds oh, of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I think I used to get the, the magazine, like the Nintendo Power, or whatever the, whatever the magazine, <laughs> probably wasn't Nintendo Power for Sega Cheats, but whatever the fucking, the magazine was, I used to get it. And I just never forget going to his house, putting that blood coat in, me and him going hard on it. I, I knew the Sub-Zero fatality, it's four down four and high punch. So like, I still know it today, right? <laughs> I ain't taking the, the shit off and the cartwheels of the king, but he had never seen it before. His I had barely seen it, it before. His mom saw it, but instead of being a lame ass, she just she like told you. No no no. She uh -huh. no, instead of her being lame and ruining the party for us right there, she told my mom about it, and next thing you know, I was not allowed to hang out with Tom Alm anymore. And Tom Alm oh. wound up being a pretty good friend in the future. Like in high school, we wound up actually being pretty good friends. So it was just really crazy, like and then to see that come full circle thirty years later, um, with Mortal Kombat One, which obviously take the last ten minutes out of this, dude. But like with Mortal Kombat One, it's <laughs> dude, it's so fucking. Nah, fire. bro, keep it this whole thing. I love this, dude. It's, it's all so good. fucking all fire. Good. Smoking reptile. I'm gonna be out there fucking people up with smoking reptile. All right, fellas, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette, get in a little bit of Diablo, and then get ready for bed. Get Have a good night, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. See ya. Appreciate you, Chris. Wow. That shit was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's late for us. 
we appreciate you guys watching. We'll probably have this out in the morning, so it'll be early for you guys. But uh, we appreciate everything. We appreciate you guys watching. If you tuned in this long, we appreciate you. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. Peace.